0: Hold these truths to be self evident that all men are created equal, that they are endowed by their Creator. Hi, everyone. Um, Welcome back to the Just Law Podcast. This is Ray, um, and I have the woman, the myth, the legend. Lisa here with me today. Um, Hi, Lisa. How are you doing today?
1: I'm doing very well, Ray. Thank you so much for having me on the podcast.
0: Oh, I'm so glad to be here uh, in this space. Um, Thank you for joining me. Um, Why don't we just start by, you know, telling a little bit about yourself.
1: Sure. Uh, My name is Lisa Brathwaite. I am the director of DEI programs here at BC Law. I've been here for just over two years. December 2020 was my second anniversary here. Yay. And I am so thrilled to be asked to join the podcast today.
0: I'm glad to have you here. Um, Can you please please briefly describe your role a little bit? What does that entail?
1: Sure. So I am charged with leading the collaborative um, effort of the law school to create a more diverse, inclusive environment for our students, our faculty, and our staff. Um, So that really means that I touch all the student-facing offices to make sure that we're streamlining our approach to DEI, um, making sure that I work really closely with the students and the student orgs, which is... The favorite part of my job thank you um, thank you I appreciate that Lisa I really do
0: y'all heard it here first <laughs> she said I'm the best part of her job
1: <laughs> no jokes jokes um uh, but, yeah. then, and I also work with amazing colleagues to really make sure that this place is running in a way that is consistent to our values mm-hmm. um, which is really create an inclusive environment for our students and and for each other as well because the better we are together you know the more our community can thrive and that's what we're really looking for
0: Yes, community is so important. Yes. Being in this space is so important and making sure that we're taking care of each other. That's something that I really love about BC, um, from my professors to the administrators to the staff to the faculty. I just feel like people actually care about you and how, you, uh, how you're how you feeling, yes. your success. What does that look like for you? What do you want for yourself? Yes. Um, you said that you are part of, like, uh, Lahanas. Can you tell me, like, what does that mean? What does that look like? Um I know that that's like a big question of what is LAHANA's?
1: Yes. So that's the acronym that we use here at BC. Um, At the undergrad, it's referred to as AHANA, but at the law school, we use the LAHANA's Mm -hmm. acronym, and it's the umbrella organization for all the BIPOC, LGBTQ, and disabled law students at the law school community. Yay. So I have the honor of advising each of the groups. um, And for me, that's a really special treat to really make sure that their needs are Um, referred to and spoken to um, both by administration and also by the larger community as well because I want to make sure that they're represented and they're seen in this space Mm -hmm. and they understand that there is a place for them although they're from traditionally marginalized backgrounds. There's a space for them here and they're comfortable here and I want to see them thrive and succeed here. That is really important to me.
0: Exactly. I love that. I love the fact that you use the word thrive. A lot of the time we have conversations and um, from day to day and we're just trying to get through the day but really the goal is really to go after and get what you want and that I think that thrive is the word that encompasses all of that um, especially all the support that you provide. You're amazing. Five you. Five out of five. <laughs>
1: Thank you, Ray. Um,
0: so you said that you got here during COVID. Yes. Right? That's a huge transition mm-hmm. and your job seems to be very um, interactive, mm-hmm. very like intentional with you know, speaking to students, interacting with students. So can you talk a little bit about your experience from, you know, COVID to now, when you started, to where you are now?
1: Um, Definitely a lot has happened. Um, I mean, as a community, we have transitioned through um, one dean's departure to an interim dean, and now Dean Lanao's arrival. So, you know, it's been a lot, I will say. Um, You know, we've we've had students graduate, we've had new students join our community. Um, I think all in all, it's just been a wonderful journey. Um, I think you know, your class, for example, is our largest and most diverse class in history. That's
0: class 2024, <laughs> shout out to y'all,
1: 2024. <laughs> and um, I think for you all to be the first class that I was able to welcome and really you know, walk through this experience with you all has been really rewarding. Uh, To see so many of you thrive in so many different ways and succeed and surpass some of the goals you even had for yourselves has been amazing. Um, And I think also, you know, with the implementation of the Critical Perspectives course in the 1L curriculum has been really, really important for us, you know, to do that ahead of the ABA's guidance, Mm -hmm. to include that in the educational career of a law student, um, to be a part of that process, to really supporting you all and thinking about what DEI looks like here. Um, mm-hmm. being intentional to work with career services to make sure that you have the programming that's necessary for Lahanas and also for first-gen mm-hmm. students in our population. Those kinds of things have been the most rewarding for me. Um, and to see some of you all come back and say, you know, I want to be a mentor to a, a, a 1L now, mm-hmm. you know, that's what it's all about. It's about the cycle of giving back mm-hmm. to each other and making sure that we're thriving in this environment and that you're also identifying the things that are important to you and feeling like you're fully supported and going after them.
0: I, wow, you just said a mouthful and all of that, which I agree with. Um, I definitely feel that way, especially, I think, um, being the president, the co-president of the Black Law Student Association. Shout out to my co-pres, praise Tillman, uh, Bartholomew now. Yes, it is. But just continuing to find ways to get back to the community and being aware that, You know, one size might not fit all, but whatever you want, we want to find a way to provide and give you resources um, so that you can achieve that. Absolutely. You highlighted something really uh, important, is that critical perspectives class. Um, A lot of the time, when we come to law school, it's a very, uh, it's a privilege to be in law school, Um, and sometimes... The constituents reflect that, um, and I thought the critical perspectives class, we were like the trial period. We had the class, and we were trying to figure out what works and what doesn't work. Um, how have you seen that class grow from just you know last year with me, my class as a 1L, and then now the current 1Ls now?
1: I think, like you said, because it was the first iteration, it was really important to have um A moment to step back from the class and see what worked and what didn't Mm -hmm. Um, and I think the core faculty group who was planning this course was really intentional about that Mm -hmm. and I appreciated the opportunities when I met with students one-on-one and I gathered that feedback and even for the ones who wanted to volunteer to um, participate in that class for the second iteration, I think those pieces have been really important because they, they understood firsthand what worked and what didn't work, mm-hmm. and they wanted to make sure that they were included in the implementation of the second iteration. Um, I think also because the course now is a little bit more structured around um, the doctrinal courses that you mm-hmm. all have, I think that's a really big improvement and a change to it, um, which, I th- which I know the core faculty was particularly intentional with doing. Um, and I think that Basing it off that model makes it a little bit more um, relatable for our students because it's also not just based loosely on your identity or any of the other pieces that are really important and essential to DEI and understanding it, but I think it's really helpful for them to think about it in terms of the way in which it relates to the law specifically and mm-hmm. how you're learning about the law, mm-hmm. even from those foundational principles.
0: Five out of five, Lisa. Five out of five. Thank you so much for sharing. Um, so. so In the two-year period that you've been here, Mm -hmm. what do you think has been your greatest moment of success?
1: I think I have several, to be quite honest with you. Um, My moments of success come when I see a student who has been striving for something achieve it. I celebrate those victories along with my students because that's really important to me. Um, It's really important to the community as well. Um, I'd say another moment would be... um, think about it but I think the first one that pops to mind aside from the student perspective um, would be the implementation of a DEI concern policy because that's really important to a community um, one that is um, listening actively and also responsive in real time to Mm -hmm. the needs of our students and also our faculty um, because I think it gives the opportunity for full circle full circle learning which is really important to a community that's growing and also creating spaces for everyone to thrive in it.
0: That's really good that you brought that up. What Can you tell us a little bit about that, um, mm-hmm. the DEI Concern Policy?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Our DEI Informal Concern Policy is a policy which resides online for our students to enter any kind of um, uncomfortable moments that happen in the classroom setting and flag them for me and also for the chair of the DEI committee to talk about with the faculty member in whose class the incident occurred. Mm -hmm. Um, So it really is an opportunity for us to really hear from the students directly in terms of what's happening in the classroom space, but it's also to offer some support to the faculty to make sure that they're also being inclusive and really thinking about the ways in which they are offering the legal education that we're offering to our students or we're providing to (laughs) our students. Um, So I think it's a place in which we really come to the understanding that law school is a space where we all learn. It's not just the students learning, but also our faculty learning as well. And I think in being um, receptive to those moments, it's really helpful for everyone's development and also for the profession.
0: I completely agree with that. Um, Sometimes it's hard to explain incidents and how they happen and how they impact you. Because mm-hmm. when you're explaining it to someone else, it might seem very small, but if it can disrupt your learning process or not even allow you to have access to absorb the information because you're still trying to process what, what just happened to you, um, that can really uh, be disabling, yes. truthfully. Um, so I'm so glad that we have that policy Um, I remember when we were talking about it I think last year at the beginning of last year uh, with LSA and just seeing that come together so I'm really glad that we have that now for our students Um,
1: and I just want to add I I think it's really important that the faculty were also involved in crafting this policy Mm -hmm. it's not something that we wanted to do without their input right Um, and it was voted on and passed because of a faculty initiative so I and a student participation so I really think that those things are important because Mm -hmm. all members of the community were able to come together and agree on this particular process and it's not punitive in any way to the faculty but it really gives them an opportunity to learn as well right
0: i mean they're a part of the community Absolutely. as well everybody that's a part of this community um has to be invested in its growth and growth doesn't always mean it's comfortable right but um it allows us to be better on the on the back end yes. so i definitely can appreciate that um <clears throat> so how can we and you can tell me if you, if you don't like this
1: question, but how can we as a law school help be uh, more inclusive? Great question. Um, I think it comes down to you know, understanding the needs of different populations mm-hmm. and not focusing on them in terms of trying to just highlight them, but working as allies. I think that's the real way in which we come to this work.
0: Mm-hmm. And I
1: think that's the way in which we can be most influential mm-hmm. and most powerful. Um, both as a community and I think as a profession in general. Mm -hmm. Understanding that the playing field is not level realistically and Mm -hmm. that there are inequalities and inequities present along the way and finding ways in which we can kind of support those who don't have access to certain things that are most important to them Mm -hmm. in order for them to thrive. I think if we approach it from that particular perspective then it helps us to be a little bit more thoughtful in our approach and in terms of the services and programs that we provide for our students, and also for me, you know, for my, my other colleagues in this building, whether mm-hmm. they be faculty or administrators.
0: Mm, I love that answer. Um, so we kind of <coughs> talked a little bit about um, the ways in which the law school has opportunities of growth and to be a little bit more inclusive, mm-hmm. um, to really celebrate, promote, but understand diversity, really. Um, What does that look like for you in terms of your
1: your role and your goals while you're in your role? It's a great question. Um, I think for me it is a place where we continue to promote diversity, promote equity, (coughs) promote inclusion, um, where people feel like they belong here. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think that's one of the strongest points of our community is that we do foster a sense of community Mm -hmm. where everyone finds that purpose that they have here. They find their group. I always like to say they find their tribe. Um, and they're celebrated in those moments and also fully supported. So for me, I would love Mm -hmm. to see more uh, community interaction, um, whether it be among administrators and also faculty, and also more engagement with our students. I think it's amazing for me, especially when I see Lahanas have events and all of our administrators come to support our communities. All of our faculty show up to support our community. Mm-hmm. Because it's not for me about um, siloing those communities, but really celebrating the differences in those communities. And also having the students be able to engage with each other in a way in which they can see people who look like them in a set location. Because sometimes because of the busyness of law school and your schedules, you're really not able to interact with each other, other as much outside of the student org events. Um, So to hold that space for you all to really be there and feel supported by the administration for me is particularly special. So I'd love to foster more of those opportunities. Mm -hmm. Um, And then also hopefully create some pipelines um, maybe from undergrad campuses over to the BC Law Campus for them to see that there is a great opportunity for them to also attend law school if they're interested in doing so and have mentorship relationships as well with a lot of our students.
0: I'm really glad that you brought that up about trying to bridge the gap and, and create this kind of pipeline mm-hmm. from undergrad to um to law school cuz it's such a big big thing that Bolsa has prioritized this year um in terms of trying to trying to figure out and demystify the process of applying to law school or you need to see people that look like you or Absolutely. that have similar life experiences as you um, or to show you that there are different ways to achieve your goals um, of becoming an attorney mm-hmm. or becoming a lawyer. <coughs> um, so I really like that idea. And if there's any way that uh, we can better support those initiatives on, on a student front, please let us know. Absolutely. Um, and there's all one other that.
1: thing I would love to add, too. Um, when I think about diversity, too, I also want to be cognizant of the fact that we have DOLSA, which is a Disabled Law Students mm-hmm. uh, Association, under our umbrella as well. Yes. And we're really happy to have them. That was one change that happened shortly after my arrival, was the inclusion of that group under the umbrella of Lahanis. Um And also thinking about the ways in which we can support them as a population. Oftentimes... The disabilities are not visible exactly um, so we're not aware of their presence in our community but really highlighting a lot of the strengths of that community mm-hmm. and finding ways to better support them whether they be physical or otherwise um, you know noted disabilities that they possess but really trying to find ways to continue to support that population mm-hmm. um, making sure that they thrive as well as they can in this environment just along, just along with all their other classmates as well um, so I know that's something that we've been working on especially um, as administration to make sure that we're responsive to their needs,
0: I really appreciate you for shouting them out. They're really amazing. The team that's leading that Absolutely. that org is amazing, and I love the work that they're doing and bringing so much awareness around resources that the university um, has for yes. students. Uh, I think that that's super important. Um, thank you so much for bringing that up. You're welcome. You're welcome. Um, so I know sometimes that. You, we're always in your office. I mean, every time I'm, I'm coming into student services, immediately your door's closed because you you're talking to a student. Um, and sometimes a lot of the students that I've talked to, they suffer from imposter syndrome or they're trying to figure out their, spa- their where they are in this space. Um, and what have you found that helps sup- uh, support students
1: the most in that, in that phase of their life? I think helping them ground themselves in the, uh, in the reality that they're here and mm. they were chosen to be a member of whatever class they are a member of yes. in this community. Um, we definitely are intentional with the ways in which we build our classes in mm. that, You know, we are we're mindful of how we look at your application. So we look at the entirety of your application, you as an entire candidate Mm -hmm. before you're admitted to BC law, which I think is Mm -hmm. so important because it's not, you know, some kind of checklist that we have off in a corner. Mm -hmm. We want you to make sure we want to hear what it is that's important to you and make sure that we have the resources that are in place to support you. And to make sure that you thrive again—that's the word that we really emphasize here—is thriving. Mm-hmm. Um, so for me, it is really helping them see that they are here intentionally. There are resources here to support them. There are other students who are similarly positioned to them, and that they have made it, so they can too. Right. Whether they've come from you know a place of privilege or a place not of privilege, um, and then also connecting them with those students. You know, really mm-hmm. working with them to see. Hey, hey, here's a student that I know in the 2L class who I think would be a great mentor for you as a 1L. Let's connect you with that person mm-hmm. and have them walk you through the steps that they've used and found to be effective in their pursuit of their career.
0: Yeah, I think sometimes that, that's, that last part that you stated is underappreciated. Under mm-hmm. um, really knowing other people in your class or in other classes <clears throat> because give, sometimes in one L, it's hard for you to find the two Ls and three Ls, because you're so, you ha- you're so busy, mm-hmm. you're locked in and see their networking event or class. Um, but being able to know that people had the same experience as you, they're working through the same things that you went through, and they came out on the other end and they're okay, it kind of gives you hope, and um, you really can connect with them. So yes. I really appreciate that piece of advice. That's great.
1: Yep. And also Uh. our alums are wonderful. BC Law has one of the strongest alumni bases I think I have come across in my career. Um, And they're always eager to help, which I think makes it so special to be a part Mm -hmm. of this community. And whether it's a a 2L or a 3L that you're engaging with or a recent grad or an alum who's been out for much longer, I think those kinds of connections are invaluable and really make um, this community something special to be a part of.
0: I completely agree. I I haven't met an alum that... That had that didn't want to talk to me. Yes, um, I remember I reached out to the first black woman that graduated from Boston College Law School, and I was calling her her law firm number, and she says, "Tell her I'll call her back. I promise." Um, and so that's just a really good feeling, um, and to even hear about her experiences, and then just to reflect upon my own experience um, to have and to talk about that contingency. That was a really empowering um, feeling. So I definitely. Uh, want to shout out um, <laughs> VC alum' were, they're amazing for real yes. Um earlier when you first started talking you talked about you know going through an interim dean mm-hmm. to now you have a new dean mm-hmm. um, and I've met her I think she's great, but that's besides the point <laughs> um, how how is that? are you excited? what good things can we look forward to um, and I mean she's also a woman of color. Yes.
1: Um, That's
0: inspirational
1: in itself. But can we talk a little bit about that? Sure. Dean Lanao is now our new dean. It is really, really great to welcome her to our community. She brings a whole new level of uh, energy and enthusiasm about our community, which is really, really great. Um, I am very, very impressed with the way in which she's come into our community and started listening so early on. Yes. Um, how she has opened up the dean suite to have students come in and meet with her for coffee chats. Mm-hmm. Uh, how she's met with all of the student org leaders to make sure that she's hearing what the needs are, what the challenges are, what the um, celebrations are are as well. Mm-hmm. Um, she's really invested in the student experience. Um, she's really taken a keen look at our space on campus as well mm-hmm. and is really interested in making sure that our students feel comfortable here when you're away from home. We know you spend a lot of time here during the week and on the weekends as well sometimes. We do. We
0: do. I'm glad y'all know.
1: <laughs> All for the greater good. Yes. But She wants to make sure this space is conducive to your, your enjoyment of it and also of your law school experience. Um, and I'm also really excited to see the work that she's going to do with the alumni base. Um, she has been just so thoughtful and kind and intentional, um, and I'm really looking forward to the things that she's going to do with our community. She's been a great leader thus far, and I, I know she's going to continue to thrive.
0: I love to hear that. I, um, when, my first impression when I met her was she's just very intentional. Yes. She asks very intentional questions. Um, her her responses are very thoughtful. Yes. Um, you can tell that she really wants to like, give you the best of what she has to give. Um, And she also is mindful that things aren't going to change overnight. Um, She's not coming in to say, oh, everything needs to be turned upside down. Mm -hmm. I think that she's really trying to think methodically, like, what does this community need? What does this community do very well? Mm -hmm. And listen to the people of the community Mm -hmm. um, to help, you know, facilitate that change so that we can all just have better experiences.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, so shout out <laughs> to Dina <Dean laughs> now. Yeah, yeah. She's amazing. Yeah. Um,
1: and I think what you said is exactly true. I think it is her understanding that there are so many special components of this community yeah. and really wanting to savor those mm-hmm. and strengthen those areas, but also realizing that there are ways that we can move and grow and develop, especially as the legal profession changes. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that her scholarship that she brings is amazing. Um, I, I am, I'm really just honored to be um part of our administration at a juncture like this yeah think, i think there's such great momentum and i am looking forward to other members of our community who haven't met her yet in terms of the alumni yes. getting a chance to do so
0: yes uh it's such a it's such a great way for uh us to kick off the podcast in march women's month and yes. thinking about having our first woman of color dean um i just love to celebrate just She's amazing. She really is. This is a great time to be at BC yes. Law School. Um, also, I will just say I, I love when Dean Lanell has these little muffins in her office, in her suite. Um, sometimes when you don't have time to eat because you've just been working all day, and you're just like, oh, my goodness, coffee and
1: a muffin. (laughs) Thank you so much again to to Dean Linnell. I really appreciate that. And Um, I will will have to give my own shout-out to Ann Sullivan, who is um, the administrative assistant to the dean, who does bake sometimes and brings in those treats that are in the dean's office on the off days when we don't have coffee with the dean. So, Ann is responsible for a lot of those goodies.
0: And I appreciate you too. <laughs> Some days you get me through the day, okay? You don't even know it, but I appreciate you. Um, community, y'all, this is the this is what community's for. Absolutely. Um, also, sometimes when I go to admissions and they have like a a, a basket of fruit and then they have um, I don't even know if this is for current students, but they always ask me, do you want some food and some water? And I'm like, yes, I do. Thank you. Yes, I do. So shout out to admissions as
1: well. (laughs) Who are busy at work trying to admit our our next class. Yes. So we definitely appreciate all their efforts. They're a wonderful team. No. Great colleagues.
0: I completely agree. You just recently did a programming with Bolsa and admissions where we talked to um, admitted students. Can you tell, talk a little bit about that? Because you talked about the pipeline, and I think it starts even before admitted students. Mm-hmm. But I think that it's good that we are trying to get them to know that we are a community and we do support them, even when they're still trying to make that decision. So hopefully they choose us. Mm-hmm. But um, how was that event?
1: I enjoyed it. I always enjoy talking to students. Um, I am very fortunate that I get to work very closely with admissions, so I get to do some of the recruiting events. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's been... I think, a really great opportunity for me to get to talk to students. Some of them are really early in their, even their undergrad careers, so sometimes we talk to students who are first or second years in college, um, and they're thinking about law school at this juncture and just wanna get an idea and understanding about what it's gonna be like and what it's gonna take to attend a school like BC Law. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think the pipelines are really important. And it's not just for BIPOC students, but also for first generation students to be able to see themselves in these situations. Um, And oftentimes admissions will bring along the ambassadors to really talk to students or invite them to webinars that we're hosting. Um, just for anyone who thinks that law school may be on the horizon for them. Because we want them to start thinking about it early so they can prepare themselves in the best possible light to apply for a program here um, and be competitive because it is a competitive institution to be admitted to. So we want them to be ready for whatever, you know, that landscape looks like when it's time for them to apply.
0: I completely agree. Mm -hmm. Um, Sometimes when you're applying, I know when I was in the process of applying for law school, I just had so many questions, and I, I'm i grateful that I had some people at BC Law School to serve as my mentor. Um, but I just, you know, if I didn't have her, I was, how do I know what to do? Mm-hmm. And how do I know that law school is for me? Yeah. Because it's such a huge investment. You don't want to get in one L and realize, uh-oh. Um, so it's good to, that they have access to you know, these resources to ask questions, make informed decisions. Um, and figure out what's best for them. Mm -hmm. I completely agree with that.
1: Yes. I had the pleasure of going to my alma mater, which is in Maine, Mm -hmm. um, a few months back to do a program with Dean McShay um, for students who were interested in attending law school, and it was for students from all backgrounds. And they were just able to come and sit with us and talk about it. We talked with other attorneys from across the country who are alum as well. Um, And it was just a great opportunity, like you said, just to ask questions, to start Mm -hmm. the conversation. You know, Some of them were graduating in May and thinking about, what is my next step? Am I going to go into the workforce first and then come to law school? What does that look like? Mm-hmm. You know, what things are attractive to a, a you know, to an admissions committee? Those kinds of questions really early on, like you said, are really, really helpful for people to start thinking about and for us to think about the ways in which we tap into that population now while they're in that space of questioning whether or not right. they want to pursue this. I think is wonderful. And that's what we've been trying to do more and more.
0: I think another thing that you kind of hinted on is also allowing the students to figure out what resources are at this school to support me while I'm there. Um, What does this community look like? Um, You know, do they look like me? Are they genuine? I think another good thing to know is um, Dean McShay works in admissions, but he's also involved in the community. So it's not that he, you know, oh, I see him at the admission events and then he just disappears. Mm -hmm. You also are able to see him, you know, and he comes to the events. He, he checks in with the students. So it's not just, oh, here's the, the shiny nickel, and then that's it. No, mm-hmm. he is involved. He's intentional. Um, and everyone in admissions really carries that trait, and I can sincerely appreciate them for that.
1: You see them from the moment you are here for a tour to orientation right. to Lajana's events to everything through commencement yes yeah, even to really
0: you know those days where i didn't eat
1: <laughs> and you just need a quick bite. and i just need yep. an apple in yep. a
0: bottle of water <laughs>
1: yep. and they always welcome you with open arms just yes. to see you and engage with you which is really really special
0: exactly i love this community um what are some of the big events that you're looking forward to for the rest of the semester
1: Well, I'll start with Lahana's events because those are near and dear to my heart. Mm -hmm. Um, We do a couple more events for our students, including a toast and send-off for our 3Ls and our LLMs because Mm -hmm. we want to celebrate them and mark the end of their law school career. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's a really, really important one for us, and we show up as faculty and administrators um, to really support that and mark that event with them. I'm actually looking forward to the award ceremony that happens prior to commencement as well, along with commencement, because it's really great to see our students Kind of mark that occasion, mm-hmm. and also see the families that they represent and they come from, mm-hmm. um, and the 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 importance and significance of that day to those families. Yes. It is it is a beautiful thing to see, um, and we're also looking forward to Law Day. You know there there's so many other events coming up I yeah. think in the spring, and then also um, professors uh, Alexander and Mitchell's conference on land loss is really really exciting and I'm looking forward to learning more about that as well we are so happy to have professors uh, Alexander Mitchell as part of our community too
0: I'm so glad that we have them as well Um, uh, we had a black history spirit week and professor Mitchell did a presentation on heirs property and I just learned so much uh, just realizing how black Families have been disenfranchised mm-hmm. uh, throughout the years uh, because they die without a will, or um, and the property gets split up. But I just learned so much about it, and he's so passionate mm-hmm. about his scholarship. Um, it's it's like it reignites me as well to continue to do research, and I sincerely appreciate their presence yes. uh, on this campus. Yes,
1: and one more, I would be remiss if I did not mention the public interest, uh, public service. Um, conference that's happening this spring, too. It's happening in April. So I am looking forward to that because I think it's, you know, it's a, a really uh, vibrant part of our community. Yes. Um, and so many of our students, whether you're interested in going into public interest full time or you're, you want to go into big law and you decide that you're going to have, you know, pro, that bono. Your pro bono cases, mm-hmm. um, it's such an important part of our community. And I think it speaks true to our mission um, as a Jesuit uni- university or a Jesuit law school. Um, so I'm really looking forward to that, and having alums come back and talk about their areas of interest and practice, and then also just engaging with the students because yes. there's so many students in our population who are committed to such passionate causes um, and are passionate about the causes they're committed to, and I think that that's so important and vi- it creates a vibrant community here, which is really really impressive. And the works they do in the clinic, the work they do in the clinics, you know, the things they do on externships, yes. those are really really important parts of our community, and you know. I cannot say enough about the work that the public service committee does yeah. to make sure that we have, you know, a vibrant public service um, offering here at the law yes. school.
0: But I will say this. Um, I really do appreciate and respect the public service, PILF, all of them, yes. for all the great work that they do. Because also, so they kind of tell us a little bit more of what is accessible to us using our law degree. Yes. Sometimes we talk about big law, and big law is great. Don't get me wrong; mm-hmm. love big law, mm-hmm. um, but also too, it just sometimes you don't even know what's accessible to you until you have, you know, big events like this where you can see where other people have taken their law careers, mm-hmm. where they're thriving at, and they're serving things that they're very passionate in. Yes. And so, I shout out to them. Public yes. Law Day is fire. Yes,
1: and also that they can move and be nimble in their career. Yes, you do not have to be siloed into one area of practice but Mm -hmm. it really affords you an opportunity to do so many things in your life contribute in so many ways and in terms of you know being on boards you know being a judge all these other aspects Mm -hmm. of your career can really flourish
0: no i completely agree well lisa i want to say i thank you so much for sitting down and talking with me this is the highlight of my day um likewise you're just always sincere you're always um very intentional you really do care about the people. Um, you're so invested in this community. It's felt by all of us. Um, and I know that you're busy and I do value your time, but I I just want to say thank you for all that you do and it's it we feel it. It it, it doesn't go unknown. We know when you're not you're not in, okay? <laughs> um, no, but we sincerely appreciate you. Um, I'm Ray again. I'm sitting here with the woman, the myth, the legend, Lisa. Um And I just want to say thank you for your time. We're going to close out here.
1: Thank you for having me, Ray. I appreciate it.